Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast 110. That means it's 10 weeks since podcast 100. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Or 100 weeks since podcast 10. That is amazing maths from Chris Tilly. He's like Rain Man. He is like (laughs) Rain Man. He hasn't got any arms or legs. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Limbless. Limbless Tilly. Limbless Tilly. Exactly. Ooh. Uh, Anyway, I'm Alex and I'm joined by uh, Chris Tilly. Christopher Tilly. Hello. Hi. Uh, Keza. Hello. How's your award? <laughs> Stop talking about my word, it's embarrassing. Okay. Daniel Creeper. Hello. You're back, I'm but back. we'll come back to you in a minute. And Stuart Reed. May your God go with you. Good. Where have you been, Creeps? I've been to Canada. What for? Uh, just holiday. Went to Montreal and Toronto. Went out. Mm-hmm. Very nice country, nice people. Cold. Very cold. Did you really? meet any IGN friends? Fans? Didn't. No. No. Mm. no. It's funny. How cold? Um, about minus five. Oh, that's quite cold. It's quite nippy. Did mm, you yeah. meet any moose or mounties? Neither. I think it's a myth. No meese. No, no meese. No meese. Did you see a brown bear? Um, no. Mm. Brown bear, brown bear, what did you see? Did you see any maple leaves? No. What? Are you uh, sure syrup. you went to Canada? Pretty sure. It was like, did you have maple like America. Syrup? Or a large Scotland. America, but better. No. Last fat people. Oh. Canada. Large Scotland. Large Scotland. Mm. A lot of Scottish people settled in Canada. Exactly. They have their own yes, Highland after Games. The, yeah, after the Highland clearances. Everyone well, went Nova to Scotia. Yes, indeed. I thought it was full of French people. That too. Just in one very sort of quarantined area called Quebec. Okay. Was it nice then? You enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah Anton I had a very Quebec. good time. Anton, Anton Quebec. Quebec. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right, uh, let's kick off this podcast. You chaps went up to Nottingham. Tell yeah. Us about, tell us about that. Me and you, Kez, all the way, baby. We went to get... We did go all the way <laughs> to Nottingham for Game City, which is the ATP of video games. Shit, man. What's it called? Game, Game City. City. I thought it was Gamesity. Gamesity? <laughs> you got it wrong. Oh, no. We met a lot of really nice IGM fans, yeah. which was cool. We went to a slightly creepy, but also really awesome Zelda fan fest day. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bunch of cool, cool people around, mm. like Richard Lemachon from Uncharted and the guy who made Limbo, Dino Patti, who's really pretty. He is so pretty. Honestly, guys, he, he would turn you. Is He's really pretty. Like, yeah. Stu came up to me and was like, who's that really beautiful man? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Did you really? Do you know yeah, it? Yeah. Honestly. So it's honestly. Dino Patti who made Limbo. Yeah. That's what happens. If he goes away for the weekend without seeing anyone, he's <laughs> he can <laughs> anything within our <laughs> He comes back with mascara on. I highly recommend if you can spare it. <laughs> it's true. If you can, <laughs> that, that has happened. Yeah. If you can spare a weekend, go to Game City next year. It's yeah. great fun. Can really you remember good. the name of the uh, cyber cafe that we made friends with it w- oh it was on the tip of my cyber tongue. cafe is such an old fashioned phrase we went to s- inter inter really? something inter inter something inter Milan I don't know <laughs> <Internet> <laughs> but they had the best they, they had the bestest cocktails ever they were really great they were really, loading really, really was nice. the loading yeah loading was the was coffee be- yeah and the people that did would drink relax play with the people that supplied the cocktails and they did a little pop up bar inside the cyber cafe and it was really awesome 24 hour open 24 hour opening did yeah. you say they're going to come into the office and make they us some cocktails they are going to come into the office in a couple of weeks time they're going to make us some coffee and some cocktails and we're going to have a chat to them and it'll be lovely it was good mm, it was amazing game city is just so much fun you Talk stayed about up way past his birthday his bedtime but birthday? birthday way past my birthday <laughs> that was in july <laughs> yeah yeah i did I, I well yeah but you know cocktails good cocktails. conversation i think half five is a reasonable time to get back to the hotel did, yeah. did either of you get stabbed or shot yes oh, twice yeah. i'm not surprised yeah Nottingham yeah. is a scary place. It's not, it's lovely. lovely. Nothing wrong with Nottingham. We were in Nottingham, and, and bearing in mind that it was the weekend of Halloween, and there were loads of really... There were some tragedies on Saturday morning, actually, <laughs> and Friday night, like some real tragedies out on the streets. It was... Walk of shame. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Fairly epic. Awful, awful costumes. I lived there for a year, and people kept getting shot and stabbed. 
Well, you're really bringing, bringing, yeah, bringing the thanks fun. For that. But it's stopped since you left. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, that was Game City. We really enjoyed City. it. And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully go back next year. And if you're going to go up next year, come and join us. Have fun. I want to go next year. No. You keep stabbing and shooting yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what happened when you went to Chelsea? No. Uh, Is that where you've been? I thought they wanted to stab and shoot each other. Well, they really? all got very angry playing FIFA against each other. So who was there? Who was there? Um, oh, just, so there's a bit of background. You went to the Chelsea training ground and watched some of their uh, stars play FIFA. Yeah, it started off with a couple of juniors coming through, but then the ones you would have heard of uh, were Daniel Sturridge, David yep. Luiz, and Lukaku, who's the new Drogba. Iranu. Iranu, indeed. Uh, Romeli, Romeli Lukaku, uh, who won the tournament. Was he good? Uh, he was pretty good. Obviously, Daniel Sturridge was the bit. Load, eight of them showed up. I think only four were supposed to, and eight showed up. Right. So we had to s- slightly tweak the rules. And you'll see with the video that we post on the site that Daniel Sturridge feels like he was robbed and wants a steward's inquiry into it. Stuart, <laughs> fart if you need to fart. No, don't, Stuart. please. It's just you held up a sign just now saying, I need to cough. Yeah, I just need to know that. Yeah, <laughs> just do it. Please don't fart. <laughs> I don't really. But yeah, they sure? all took it much yeah. more seriously than I think some of the players in the previous ones we've been to. Right. It all got quite aggressive and people were trying Good banter. Good banter. Very funny. Mm. Yeah, David Lewis is just as mad off the pitch as he is on it. He's he's mental. He's a head case. Yeah, you said <laughs> every time he uh, made, made a pass, he just said, Olé! 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 <laughs> Which must be the most annoying thing to sit next to him and play a game for for 12 minutes. Does he actually do, like, do you say he actually does that during matches? Yeah. What, like while he's running Even around? if they're like 4-0 down. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, when he, when he when towards the Olé. end he's losing, he's still not doing LA. <laughs> not in real life. Not in real life. All right, I thought you well, said, it, I you said it in real matches as well. That's the image I had. I think that would just incense home fans <laughs> yeah. for 4-0 <laughs> down. But you know what? I'm getting paid a lot. Olé! <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> Having said that, if you're on his side, just be like, shut the fuck up. Imagine. Having said that, I've never played in a pitch with him. There's nothing to say he doesn't do that. No, should, like, just should we start that rumour? He's not mic'd up, is he? Oh, so yeah. It might happen. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. And the video should be on the site imminently. Brilliant. Very exciting. Uh, last piece of what we've been up to this week is uh, well, what you've been up to. And it's Smack Talk. It's the end of the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, for three weeks, we've been inviting you to send in your best Smack Talk. Uh, last week, Andy D and Fraser Garrity were the winners of the Sennheiser X2 gaming sets. And uh, so now we've got to come to the tricky task. Have we read what their smack talks were? Uh, I don't think we have. Well, let's do it, shall we? I'll yes. do it. So Andy D, uh, it's not a kind of quick phrase, but basically uh, he used to hammer his old uni housemate at Rockstar Table Tennis. Uh, and at the end of the game, while he was waiting for his mate to set up the next game, he'd be on the internet and his mate would say, well, you know, well, what are you up to? And he was like, well, I'm, I'm reading your blog to see what your next move is because you're so predictable. So Brilliant. that's a pretty good cuss. I like that. Uh, and then Fraser Garrity's is your birth certificate is an apology apology to Jurex, which I think is your birth certificate is an apology from Jurex. Oh, what you just totally didn't you just nail destroyed it. that. Uh, you stumbled over it, and then you said to Jurex, yeah. not from. Oh balls! Oh no! <laughs> I hope that I hope that one doesn't <laughs> win overall now. Really yeah, if that one wins overall, it's really, really embarrassing. Shocking. Everyone who's won so far will win a Sennheiser X2, but we've got to pick one winner. <laughs> for the Sennheiser X320 gaming headphones. These are the top-of-the-range beasts that cost 100 They're pretty cool. So the, the half-dozen smack talks that we chose so far, Cami Toman, uh, you don't even live here, became a smackdown. You could let it yell classic. at someone during FIFA, which is pretty good. Uh, Steph Kariaku says, my favourite goes right back to the days of communicating via USB keyboard. Uh, uh, ha, I defecate on your ancestors now. Yes, I like that one. Jay Corbichley says, like the doctor said when you were born, it's going to get ugly. Uh, Lee Murcott's 
was Come, Come on, on Christmas, Christmas tree. tree And then the two we just heard Andy Dees and Fraser Garrity So we've got to choose one winner out of all of those Well I know where my vote's going mm, I know where my vote's going mm. Show of hands Show of hands Go on so, then This isn't a visual medium <laughs> Not really so, Well look let's put it this way We, kind of, we, we had a brief <laughs> We had a brief discussion before the podcast, and the two the two that we really like are Lee Murcott's Come on Christmas Tree and Fraser Garrity's Your Birth Certificate is an Apology from Jurex. My favourite is, is Christmas Tree. I like how surreal it is. I'm on, I'm on the Christmas Tree side of the fence as well. There's quite Alan Partridge about it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Even though I completely fucked his up, I'm going to go for Fraser. Chris? Fraser. So the, the casting vote goes to you, Stuart Reed. Come on, Christmas Tree. I think I'm going to go with... Lee Murcott, come on, Christmas tree. There you go. There you go. Congratulations. Well Congratulations. You win. A so we're already best Smackdown to something that isn't really a Smackdown. You're a Smackdown. But it was, yeah, your face is a Smackdown. It. There's a funny story behind it. But yeah, well done, Lee. So Lee Murcott gets what? Something nice. X320 gaming headphones from those lovely that Sennheiser people. That is exactly what he, he wins. So well, well done. Yes. So moving on, let's head over to the charts. And uh, last week. Got a um, jingle? I, I don't. Oh. Just so, listeners, I've got four jingles coming up, but just not for this bit. Give okay. me, a, give me a second. Chris, can you do a quick charts jingle? No. Brilliant, love it. It's the charts. Charts. Countdown to brilliance. Anyway, uh, it's the final <laughs> countdown. Which I will do next week again. <laughs> 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 it's the week. Shut up! Countdown. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of this in a minute. Ooh, you can tell we haven't all been together for some time. <laughs> Come on, then. Get on with it, dude. I'm trying to. <laughs> right, oh, settle down, no. everyone. This is painful. It's podcast gold. Painful. Podcast gold, no, buddy. It's fucking painful. Get on with it. I will do. <sighs> so last week, Kezi, you predicted that did Battlefield... I? I don't remember this. Yes, you did. I cool. listened to it this morning. That Battlefield would be number one, that Batman would be number two, and that FIFA would be number three. How do you think you did? I think I got two out of three. You got three out of three. Hey! I've turned it around since the dismal Winning! You of have my, changed my since you won an award. You've got better. Because <laughs> yeah. you, were, you were pretty average in the I early days. I did kind of suck at this before. Yeah. yeah. Three out of three. Well mm. done. So yeah, Batman uh, dropped from number one to number two. FIFA from number two to number three, making way for Battlefield. Also, though, it is kind of more predictable this time of year, isn't it? I guess so. But, yeah, how's, how's, um, how's Zumba doing? Zumba is... Oh, it's gone up a place from number nine to number eight. Hmm. Uh, how is this possible? It was. It's no Skyrim. It really isn't. Oh, no, but let's see how well that does. Okay. Because that comes out in, what, two weeks? Ooh. November the 11th. There you go. I've been playing it a lot. Uh, Connect Sports. Any ideas where that went in? 11. Lower. 14. 11. 25. Uh, 18. 18. Yes. And then let me just see if there's Do you remember more? how this time last year everybody bought a Connect? What was with that? No. Yeah, let's have a show of hands. Who did buy a Connect here? I didn't buy a Connect. Uh, well, I, I didn't buy one. I got one. No. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what you're saying is no, millions of people no bought one it. here really bought connecting one. with our audience here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> connecting. See what you did. So other new releases. Disney okay. Universe. Where'd that go in? 15. Lower. 90. 34. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. oh, they were probably hoping for better than that. When did this become Play Your Cards Right? What about <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers? New Super, new Super Mario Brothers. It's a new entry. Um, um, is it back in there? Oh, no, uh, 20. Oh, number 37. 
Brilliant. Well, this was this <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> yeah, well done. Wasn't it? So, movie charts. Chris, you didn't do as well as Keza. Oh. You said Tintin, Help, and then Paranormal Activity 3. Oh, I got it very wrong, didn't I? Um, but you got Tintin, right? Yeah. Um, but Parano- Paranormal Activity stayed at number two, followed by Johnny English Reborn. His wow. Literally no end to that man's talents. Where did the help go in then? Number seven. Number seven. Do you so know what that means? It means British people are racist. <laughs> because if you didn't see the help at the weekend, you're a bloody racist. Fair enough. We should always factor in racism yes. when we do our predictions. <laughs> always think of the BMP. Gen- yeah, general national prejudices. <laughs> That's actually very interesting, though, because The Help is the second or third biggest film of the year in the States. Really? And it's obviously flopping. Yeah, it was the, the summer sleeper this year. I think it's made about $200 million in, right. in America. So what was that bloody awful, big deal there, though, isn't what it? What was that awful film with Sandra Bullock in a couple of years ago? Which one? Oh, yeah. The Blind Side. Yeah, that was another big sleeper over there, but that didn't yeah. do very well over here either, did it? <laughs> yeah, and strange enough, that was about... Black and white relations. So. Mm. Racist. Racist UK. Hooray. Or oh. maybe it's just not an issue for us anymore and we're non-racist. We're hey. utopia. As John Terry, the England captain, has proved in the yeah. last two weeks. <laughs> 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 Do we have to run that past our lawyers or not? Mm. No, he well, won't speak to me this week. I was say. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters also was uh, in other openers. Did Ghostbusters? Was yeah, it, it got a very brief re-release. It's on yeah. IMAX okay. as well, I think. Yeah. Oh is it still going on? 64 screens, it was open. Is it, I, is it I, stopped now? I don't know. Okay. I don't. I'm not a, an encyclopedic See, knowledge of. Uh, now that would cinema. worry me seeing Ghostbusters at, in IMAX because we saw Jurassic Park and, and that was grainy enough. Yeah, and that was yeah. And take another kind of add another ten years onto the age of the film at and least. Make it a bit bigger. And make it even bigger. You're gonna have grain the size of footballs. It's not gonna be comfortable watching that in IMAX. But I would pay a ridiculous amount of money to see Bill Murray in IMAX. That's all I'd need. I'd pay the going rate. What is the going rate? <laughs> oh. Fifteen pounds, is it? Is I'd it? Do, I'd do that. Would you? Okay. Fact. When's your There's birthday? A, we'll have a whip round. There was a big um, Bollywood here as well, wasn't there, Alex? Which was a bit of a oh, surprise. There was, yes. Um, sorry, Chris. What was it? Was it Raw one? one? So that made almost a million quid uh, in at number six, so above the help. And it's made forty million pounds worldwide. Right. So if anyone's seen it, tell us what it's like because we haven't. Well, mm. considering that was open only in ninety-four screens across the UK. Uh, and it did more than help, which was on uh, 300 screens. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's massive. So yeah, I think it's the bo- biggest Bollywood film ever. Right. Ever! I've never seen a Bollywood film. I've seen one. Good? It was good. Weird. Although my friend Different. lent it to me, and I, wa- I watched half of it. I think it was like four hours long. I watched half, and I was going to watch the other half. And I saw him the next day, and he said, did you enjoy it? I said, yeah. He said, but did you forward one through the dance scenes? And I did. Uh. So he made me go back. Well, I, the second half I didn't. And they were good, but not for me. Four hours long, though. Yeah, they have intervals, the Bollywood films. Oh. It was on two discs, I think, this one was. Wow. wow. Madly. Cool. Okay. Good times. There you go. Right, uh, that is the end of the UK charts, and now we move on to this week's news. It's the IGN UK podcast news. <laughs> that's, that's, wow. that's a great tribute, too. I think I know who... <laughs> No what pressure. That's my first single. That's awesome. Yeah, Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, no, no. Sorry, sorry right. listeners. Okay. <laughs> it's the IGN UK podcast news. Right, Daniel here with your first bit of news. Seamless. Can I just say, I did actually, I've got another news one. Oh. And I wasn't sure which one to play. So inside. I'll play the other one. So bear with me. One <laughs> You're ruining it, Alex. No, I'm All not. That good no, work. no. No, it's good. I want to hear the alternative. This is the alternative. This is the one that I did first. This is the news. 
I'm just imagining you hunched over an iPad puffing this is the news on your own. That, that really <laughs> hurt my throat to see that. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Right. So this is the news. So, yeah, yeah, this is the news, right. <laughs> First bit of news was um, yesterday I went and attended the press conference for the launch of the new Bond movie, Bond 23, which is called Skyrim, Skyward Sword, Skyfall. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the title. We kind of knew that several weeks ago when Sony registered a bunch of URLs, but um, they were quite cagey. They didn't really give away much from the uh, about the plot, but the press release states that Bond's loyalty to M is tested as her past comes back to haunt her. As MI six comes under attack, 007 must track down, destroy the threat, no matter how personal the cost. Mm. Going to kill women. He's going to kill women. That's what he's going to do. Um, a few things from the press conference emerged. One that Naomi Harris isn't playing Money Penny. She's playing a field agent called Eve, but Tom and I were discussing this on the walk back to the office and they didn't say her surname, so she could still possibly be, be playing Money Penny mm. in the field before she took up a desk job, I don't know. Um, Quantum, the sort of shady organisation that have appeared in the last two Bond movies, isn't present in this movie whatsoever. It's like a standalone Bond movie. Well, there's Blo- right. Blofeld's rumoured to be in it, isn't he? Yeah, that's they haven't announced who Ray finds playing what? or Albert Finney. Mm. And somebody at the press conference asked, have you not released their character names because we'll know who they are? And Sam Mendes quite sort of casually said maybe. <laughs> right. And then he went, maybe not. Basically, it was a very non-committal press conference. Right. A lot of hedging. We may or may not be announcing something yeah. today. That's a good press conference. <laughs> I think yeah. the best question someone asked was, what the hell does Skyfall mean? And well, surely it means more than Quantum of Solace. Yeah, um, Barbara Broccoli, who's one of the custodians of the is Bond that, franchise. Isn't it broccoli? I thought it's Broccoli because it's double C. I don't know. I like. I've broccoli. always said. I've always. I always <laughs> say Cubby Broccoli. I just assumed it was Cubby Broccoli. Yeah. Okay, Babs, bro- Babs Broccoli. Babs. Uh, she said that it has some deep emotional context for Bond. Right. And um, one of the locations they're shooting in is in Scotland. So I'm wondering whether it ties in with Bond's parents who died when he was a kid. Is that right? Yeah. And his father was Scottish. So maybe don't really care home. about any of that. Just blow stuff up and have good chases. You yeah, know. Just that. Yeah. Just explosions. Yeah. And yeah. where else are you going to shoot? Turkey, didn't they say? Istanbul and Shanghai. Mm. And Scotland. And they're going to be shooting in London as well. Like on Tower Bridge. Mm, and I think... Yeah, and Sam Mendes was speaking how excited he is, and Javier Bardem was confirmed as the villain. He was kind of rumoured to be the villain, but Sam Mendes said that he's definitely the bad guy. Cool. And when's it coming out? Oh, sorry? When's it coming out? Um, Next November. Yeah, a year. Exciting. Yeah, Wasn't it 50 years to the day from when Sean Connery was announced as Bond? They chose the date very carefully. Mm. Okay. Guys, is that quite, that's quite a quick turnaround, isn't it? A year from the day it's announced, and like, they haven't started principal photography yet. Yeah, it is. Maybe, you know, it is. This one's been in pre-production for a year, though, hasn't it? It's yeah. been. Yeah, and the original version of the script is rumoured to have a, a massive twist as well. Have you heard that rumour? No. It's supposed to be a massive twist in the end of the end at the end of the. What movie. like the dance? <laughs> Maybe his wife gets shot. Maybe do that again. Yeah, it's fine. People have forgotten that. Yeah. yeah I'm excited though. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited about proper it. director. Uh, more news, a Metal Gear Solid Rising, a new Alan Wake will both be unveiled at the uh, VGAs, which is happening uh, at some point soon. That's it. That's the only information we've got. Yeah, there was MGS a- Rising has been one of the great 
absentees <laughs> of, of the whole year. Yeah, like it wasn't E3, it wasn't at Tokyo Game Show, it wasn't at Games Games Con. I know. But it will be on the uh, VGA Awards. Yeah, there's a, a there's a screenshot of the new Alan Wake game leaked this morning, actually. Uh, but apparently, it's not Alan Wake Two; it's the um, Xbox Live Night Springs. Yeah, apparently, yeah. that is yeah. what it is, though, isn't but it? Is that, that Alan what Wake Alan Wake Two is? Maybe. Well, yeah, they're someone... making an Xbox Live sequel. Okay, right, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not the full blown thing. I think it is. I think they're not making a full blown one. I think it's okay. going to be the download one. Well, it, the only reason I say that is someone from Game Informer tweeted that it wasn't Alan Wake Two; it was the <gasps> Xbox Live thing. Okay. okay, that's why I'm specifying. And Bioware <laughs> always love the VGAs, don't they? So, oh yeah, sorry, yes, a new game, game from Bioware. Wasn't that where they unveiled um, Mass Effect 3 last year? I think year? so. Yeah, from memory, yeah, 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 the yeah that's trial, right, isn't yeah. it? Um, so yeah, obviously we'll have more info on that uh, on IGN when it happens. So, not a lot of news, just a bit. But you, Keza? Dead Island 2 might be coming. And it may be called Dead World. So, wow. an, upstep in, an upstep in scale, evidently. It's a bit like Arkham City. From Island to World. Mm. Surely that, there's something in between. <laughs> yeah, like Arch- archipelago. City. Yeah, archipelago. That's right. Continent, dead continent. <laughs> it's fine. It's just confined. It's just a really small world. It's um just been a, it's a trademark filing, which often means something, as we've found with out Skyfall, recently Skyfall, with yeah. with Skyfall yeah. and also with Goldeneye 007 Reloaded. That was the thing that we found out through, and a couple of Dark Knight uh, Rises. I think Rises. Arkham City as well. That was Arkham um, City was in a yeah. URL. So this may be maybe true. Um. Expanding to a new locale would be a logical choice for a sequel, obviously, but the entire world would be quite ambitious, I think. Yeah. Oh, this isn't a quote from the developer. No. <laughs> this is the system. I think it should be other places you'd go on holiday. Mm. It's like a ski resort. Dead resorts. And then... Dead Butlins. Bogner. Do you know what? Butlins awesome. would be a brilliant yeah. setting Butlins for a zombie apocalypse. Butlins great. Minehead, like it used to be in the 70s, with a big monorail and lots of concrete. That would be awesome. Dead, s- dead centre parks. Yeah, I've never been to a Shoot a red coat. He wasn't infected. Don't care. Just a red coat. Mm-hmm. He's annoying. Not a dead yeah. Alton Tower. He's going to be the next Shane Ritchie. I've done the world a favour. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies eternally or going around steps. and around. Or H from Steps. Yeah. <laughs> on the Nemesis. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that happening. Mm. So again, another non-news piece, really. Not really. Because the thing is, everything's kind of been eclipsed by, by something this week, hasn't it? We'll talk about that in a minute. Talk about that in a minute. Chris Tilly. Last piece of news from you. Mm. Do you want some non-news? It's non-news as well. God damn it. Yeah, it didn't happen. It's just some speculation. A bunch of movie studios turned down the opportunity to make an Assassin's Creed movie recently. I'm Sony, the ones who said yes, but I think it went around a bunch of others before. And this is speculation as to why. Apparently, um, Ubisoft, the control they wanted to wield over the production right. was too great. And that's why a bunch of the studios said uh, they couldn't do it. Uh, what were they saying? They're not movie makers. The only way to make sure it's a bad movie is to undervalue what movie studios do. And this is a deal that totally undervalues what movie studios do. Right. So they're saying that it might not even work at Sony. Mm. Because, yeah, Ubisoft have control over everything from budget to script to casting and release date. To be completely fair to Ubisoft, Mm. what movie studios usually do is ruin video game franchises. Yeah. Sure, I, th- I think what you need to do is is find a filmmaker with a vision and trust in them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. D- d- but yeah, giving it all over to a studio is is dangerous. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, there's people saying that this Ubisoft Sony deal will never come to fruition. Yeah. Oh, well, I think uh, an Assassin's Creed movie would be quite good. I do as well. In fact, that was the one that um, certainly looked good. Yeah. That was the one that Duncan Jones was talking about. That Capel was the one he thought would be a good one when right. we were discussing that on stage. Yeah. He should do it. He should. I'm really impressed with how Assassin's Creed you know improved. No, okay. <laughs> no, he wants to go independent and do his own things right. for the next few years. So, is one of them Assassin's Creed? No, <laughs> definitely <laughs> yes. not. 
Assassin's Creed started off as a game that was very pretty, but they basically forgot to put a game in for the original. Yeah. And then it's just got so much better every single time now. It's nice to have, you know, something that's had loads of sequels and it's got better literally every time. That's great. doesn't mm. happen that often. Yeah. So that's this week's news. Uh, moving on, a trailer of the week. Sorry, no jingle. Trade off soundbar. The jingle will come. Uh, but I, yeah, my iPad's a little bit restricted. In terms Can't you play an outro from the news going, that was the news, that was the news, <laughs> that was the news. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I've just done it. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Thanks very much. Copy so, uh, yeah, in a week where not a lot happened, something pretty goddamn big did happen, and that's obviously the new trailer, or the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto V. We were quite excited. It was we a all, pretty big all, deal, wasn't it? We all gathered around the what, TV watch and watched it. We did. Should we watch it now? Why did I move here? I guess it was the weather. Or the... Ah, I don't know, that thing. That magic. You see it in the movies. That was exciting. That was the Jesus Christ, man. It's the most exciting trailer in the world. I, gr- I, I was excited. That's as pumped you don't as you sound can excited. Get. Did I not? Sorry. No, I'm exciting! That still sounds laconic to me. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. yeah. I th- thought that was fucking amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? It's great. Creeper? What a trailer. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Exciting. It looks pretty, doesn't it? It was. It's everything I wanted out of the first trailer of that game. How I many times it. did we watch that? Oh god, a lot. It was a, you watched it about six times <laughs> in a row, didn't you? Yeah. When it came out, you just sat there, kept pressing play, loop, drooling. That's also because I did have to write something about it. It's true. You should have been writing rather than watching the trailer, really, shouldn't you? That's true. <laughs> but <laughs> there were so many things about that trailer that I loved. Well, Chris, what did you think? As I someone, didn't have you played GTA games? Before? Yeah, yeah, a while ago now. Um, right. I didn't understand what was so exciting about it and what set it apart from the stuff they've done in the past. So, what was that? Well, a the potential, like San Andreas as a location, is really, really exciting. And so, with uh, GTA 4, you just had New York City, and that was pretty much it. Whereas you've got, uh, certainly San Andreas on PS2 had, uh, it was a state rather than a city. So you had three cities, uh, Los Santos, Las Venturas, and San Fierro, which is essentially um, LA, Las Vegas, and San, uh, San Francisco. But then you had all the surrounding area and there's a massive mountain called Mount Chiliad. And in the trailer for that, they've shown, obviously, Los Santos and then the mountain. Don't know what other stuff is going to be in there, but it's just that expanse of world to explore. Yeah. It couldn't um, really be realised before, could it? I mean, imagine, yeah. imagine what they could do with it now. On, on PS2, that was just as the, the end of the console, come to the end of that console's life cycle. And it struggled to kind yeah. of, you know, push that game around. And But, you know, now having that kind of freedom and also the detail that they poured into GTA 4 is incredibly exciting. Cool. I think. Something I thought when I was watching the trailer for the first time, I thought it was Tommy Versetti. And that's something there's been a lot of speculation about since. Yeah. It's been debunked though, isn't it? Well, well, it's... It's it's They're saying that Ray Liotta's not involved. And I imagine they would be able to get him again. If they wanted, they yeah. could just throw money at But him. I think that would have been really interesting to revisit a character. But and I think Star. it would kind of parallel Vice City kind of draws on thematically and stylistically from Scarface. Yeah. And then this almost looks like a Carlito's way kind of story about a guy who's trying to break away from that life and then slowly getting drawn back into it. Yeah, quite. Well, that's in the same way, quite like Nico Bellic, who, you know, left Eastern Europe in order to kind of make his own way in, yeah. in a new world and yeah. ended up just finding violence still the habitual recourse. 
But the thing is, I have a fairly unpopular opinion about Grand Theft Auto, which is that I didn't particularly care. One second. Oh. So you've got something to say about Grand Theft Auto, do you? Uh, oh, here we go. That's a thing, right, though. That's Kez's soapbox, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kez, you've got something Radical. to say. <laughs> so anyway, my thoughts of San Andreas is that I love the stupid stuff in it. I love the fact that you could fly uh, jetpacks over the casinos you could do. Oh God, I'm trying to think of the other stupid stuff. There was a lot of crazy stuff in there. Like there was Area 69 and like aliens and, and ting. But you don't like that? No. Why? I prefer it when it's serious. Really? But I, th- I felt GTA 4 suffered as a, because of it. Yeah, I think it's it suffered in some dry. ways. But I mean, it just depends what you really, what your taste is. And I'm not saying push it to the extreme of uh, well, um, Saints Row. Because that's just stupid. That's the thing. Like Saints Row, um, I you know I, I enjoy a bit of Saints Row, but I mean, if we want mm. stupid open world fun, then we've got that. And I don't think that Grand Theft Auto has to occupy that same space. Like it would be much better for me, I think, and for the series. I'm you know if it if it took a slightly more mature thing like like Grand Theft Auto Four, it's not like Grand Theft Auto Four wasn't fun. No, no, it wasn't I know funny, that because it was very funny. Can we can I we just want a can we infer anything from the trailer? The trailer looks more sober in tone, I guess. Do you get yeah. to play golf because there was golf in the trailer? Was I mean, there was some. Uh, there was some explosion. It was a burning car, but there were no. It's not like the like, the San Andreas trailers where it was mostly explosions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, looking back at those, it was a very different tone. Yeah, quite. Uh, there was there's golf courses in previous games, but you drive around and you hit people with golf clubs. That's funny. You don't really play golf. Ballad of, of Gay Tony was good. Yeah. Hitting, hitting the dudes with the golf balls. Yeah. The thing is, I think that there's a there's a happy medium. Yeah. Basically, where you can have the silliness, but you can also have you know, without undermining the sort of story. But that's and what I loved about Gay Tony is that the some of the missions were just ridiculous. Like Maybe where you get that um, the little helicopter and then go and shoot the big funny. boat and stuff. But I like, I like I that mean. it was. I like that it was DLC rather than yeah. The maybe game they'll arena. adopt a similar model, just pursue that kind of anarchic stuff. Yeah. Stuff in DLC. Yeah. Because I thought that Nico Bellic really. I think Grand Theft Auto Four took video games forward in a lot of ways. Mm. It really excited me. You know, on a on a kind of intellectual level, as it were, in a way that GTA. I'd always enjoyed GTA, but it mm. never really got my got really gri- gripped me. Like who's, uh, who's your like favorite Ford. GTA lead character? Bellic. Really? Yeah. I think he's a bit of a bit of a tosser. And he's right. really he's really doer and he doesn't ever seem to be enjoying himself. But I kind of like him anyway. <laughs> I yeah. think it's probably just because <laughs> I spent so much time with him, you know? Yeah. You spend sixty hours playing a game, you just end up liking him. I didn't spend anything like that amount of time with like, any of the others. Who's your favourite? Um probably Tommy Fassetti. Hmm. I can see that. Did anyone like um who's who's San Andreas's one? CJ. CJ, I thought it was CJ. I thought CJ was all right. What I didn't like about CJ is that, you know, you can make him super fat by eating burgers and then give him... I, I didn't like the whole customization thing. I thought it was rubbish. Really? Yeah. Did it? Why didn't you like it? Because a lot of people are wanting that to come back. Like, let's dress him up in silly I d- hats. I didn't think it really served any purpose. Mm. So... I don't think they can go wrong, though, can they? There's no. Like, there's no way that they can make a game that isn't going to be amazing, surely. My my main concern is is if they do go have this vast expanse of gameplay area that it will suffer from the same thing of San Andreas where you've got like loads of toing and froing, which is just laborious. But I'm hoping they don't do that. Have we got any indications as to how far along they are with the development of the game? Nothing. They're far, though. They, they never, they're kind of like Apple. They never reveal their stuff until they're almost ready to... Release it. It's all on there. Can we make yeah. up a release date then? Well, uh, apart from uh, GTA 4, which slipped by by about six months, all of their other games have come out kind of October time. Right. So it'd be nice if it came out next October. I think it might be June next year. Why do you think that? Red Dead because was Red Dead May. was May and L.A. Noire was May. 
Right. Um, mm. Payne's what March this year. Yeah, and they've just I think Rockstar's basically said, Screw y'all, you can all fight over Christmas. Yeah. We've got you know, yeah. we've got the power, we can just release it earlier in the year and you'll all still buy it. And then you'll buy it again at and Christmas. You'll buy it again at yeah. Christmas. <laughs> well that's it, yeah. Well, it'd be interesting. I'd love to see that go up against the modern warfare and see which one. But obviously that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I think Ooh. I think they're they're pretty smart with their with their placing. I'm still slightly disappointed that it isn't GTA London though. I had something in me was holding out for GTA mm. London. Imagine. Imagine that. London <clears throat> is such a great location for a video game. They do it at the beginning of Uncharted. They give you a little bit of a taste at the beginning of Uncharted 3. It just shows you what yeah. a great setting London could be for a video game. I don't yeah. think it's very Grand Theft Auto, London, but I think that no. a game could do it really well. Yeah. An open world kind of crime game could do it. Well, would it be London or would they just have their own version of London? Londinian. It would be tacitly redact it. And like they did with LA and LA Noir. Yeah. It's... It still has all the major features, but they like nip and tuck it here and there. Mm. Yeah, and you never really notice the the, the seams, as it were. It's quite cool. But mm. the, the the Grand Theft Auto series is basically about the kind of assassination of the American dream, really, isn't it? Mm. I thought certainly four was, and that wouldn't really work in London. That was just I don't know what they'd assassinate about London. But actually, that's a good point because obviously the whole point of uh, four was that you go from you don't go from rags to riches, you go from rags to slightly better rags. Whereas all previous GTA games, you've gone from like having nothing to owning, yeah, you know, cool. kind of massive nightclubs and this, that, and the other, especially in San Andreas. And in the trailer, they showed a bit where uh, there was, you know, real estate for sale. And I wonder if they're going to bring that back. You can start earning a bit more cash. And yeah. Sounds like the the, the, kind of the main character is maybe already a wealthy man there. He's moving out there, with but like we don't even yeah. know, like wife and kids. Maybe Quite, that's yeah. interesting. But does he, he even kids. have the kids already, or is yeah. he just? Is he got to that stage? At, you know, the, in the late, in the, you know, early thirties, where you're like, damn it, I'm going to stop being myself and I'm going to start having a family and kids and change everything yeah. about me. But is he already don't done even it? know if the the narrator is the lead character in the game. We just yeah. don't know. Yeah. So there's some, cool. there's some rumors that it'll be like multiple protagonists. A lot, a lot of people on IGM were saying because I, I wrote a thing about how I'd prefer it to be a little bit more serious, mm. um, and uh, some people were basically saying what you want isn't a GTA game. I think that's a fair point. But I think GTA 4 was, was definitely no, exactly. still a GTA yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, modulation yeah. in tone. Yeah. And then, you, like you say, the DLC went back to... And I do think that Saints Row has ably stepped into the shoes that Vice City was in. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So, uh, anyway, listeners, what do you think of the GTA 5 trailer? Let us know. You can email us on IGNUKfeedback at IGN.com, Twitter.com slash IGNUK, or Facebook.com slash IGNUK. Now it is time for Listener FU. Yes, it is indeed. Listener, F you. Oh, I can't believe how long you spent doing these. They're good, Alex. They are, they're good, they're good. Thank you. So, uh, I have uh, an email from Travis Bowditch, who's talking about GTA 5, actually. Uh, His theory is that GTA 5 will be vignettes. I think the character is the trailer, sorry, in the trailer is Tommy Facetti, and his story will be an overarching one. Uh, the more serious redemption story of an old gangster trying to get out of crime. What do you think? That's cool. It's a cool idea, yeah. isn't it? I like the idea of it going a Sopranos route like that. I think that'd be a really, really cool idea. Or multiple protagonists. Yeah. That's a, that's a per- pervasive rumour, isn't it? The multiple yeah. protagonists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so people are saying they spotted CJ in the trailer and Nico. Well, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 I didn't see Nico, but you, you saw someone that could possibly resemble CJ, but... Yeah. yeah. But... 
if you look at GTA 4 and obviously, um, oh God, what are the two expansion packs called? Lost in the Damned mm. and Ballad Gay Tony. Again, a lot of that was intertwined. And uh, if you finished uh, Lost in the Damned, it did a kind of helicopter overview of missions going on. And it would show you where um, oh, the biker dude, I can't remember his name. Johnny. Is it Johnny? Mm, that's right, Johnny. Uh, would do his part of the mission. And you'd see Nico running out of the other part of the building. And I thought that stuff was really, really... The, the crossover like, mission. Yeah, concurrent action. Yeah. Um, but there's no reason why they couldn't do that in the, the game itself. So I think it's a good idea. It's pretty much the only way that they can significantly expand the gameplay as well, isn't it? If yeah. they have lots of different people. But if you spend that much time realising a city of that size... There are, you know, lots of lots of stories to tell. So I think that's, you know, interesting. Do you think they might populate it so that when you're playing it, if somebody else near you in your kind of immediate vicinity is playing another one of the characters, they'll come onto your game? A bit like, you know, in Dark Souls when you get mm. other players kind of just appearing. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yeah. That'd I don't cool. know how that would work, God, but it would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool, but Jesus, if they, if they you know, did, a, did all points APB, but actually did it right. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for next gen. Um, next bit of feedback is from Josh Ball from Reading. I think we've probably got Reading covered on the map. Reading is covered. We haven't got much space for another sticker on England. But um, he's saying, I'm writing to say that I'm amazed at the endurance of Keza during the Dark Souls Marathon. <laughs> Sunday <laughs> on the 6th, I'm going to be running the New York City Marathon. Quite different, but I would love it if you could all have, if I could have your support for the big day and possibly a little victory message to listen to when I complete it. When are you doing it on the 6th? Yeah, the 6th. Sunday the 6th. You won't have finished it by the time we're talking to you. That's an awesome. Well, that's an that's awesome. That's why he wants We're going to give you a, a victory message in advance. Go on then. What should we? Well, well done, Travis. Well, well, Josh. Even was it? <laughs> well done, Josh. Go on, Josh. <laughs> done it. Come on, oh, Josh. you're doing it. Have you done Fat Boy Slim? If you've done Fat Boy Slim, then I have. You have my respect forever, Josh. There you, go. you genuinely do. Have you? You still haven't beaten Fat Boy Slim? No, because I had to start the game again, didn't I? Then I had Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim arrived, and and is it a Skyrim? Well, no, there's no Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim is indeed a Skyrim. Skyrim. So he's going all the way to New York to run a marathon. Oh, that's wow. amazing. That's good good luck, few, Josh. I know a few people have done that. Yeah, I've got to be honest. Obviously, I'm not really built for marathons, but if I was going to New York, I'd probably just rather go and visit loads of what bars. What a cool place to do it, though. Oh, I love New yeah. York. Yeah. That's It'd be really quite cool. interesting to run around. I, I have such respect for people who do things like marathons. You know, it just, it seems to take so do think, long. Do you think he might so actually difficult. be listening to the podcast while he's doing the marathon? Maybe. Oh, that would be cool. God, wouldn't he could time hope in hope an hour out. Yeah. So. My jingles are keeping going. You're what? Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> come yeah. on, Josh, go through the wall. Yeah, come on, come on man. Well done, Josh, anyway. I hope your awesome. nipples aren't too chafed. Oh, that <laughs> Vaseline. Happen. Vaseline. Vases, My father vases. says Vaseline. That's the way to stop your nipples from getting chafed. Right. In a marathon. Really? In a marathon. <laughs> 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 That's that nice paternal advice. Yes. <laughs> Vaseline. Vaseline. Hey. <laughs> um, I've got some feedback from Michael Bristow, um, who says um, he's noticed us talking about Deus Ex's cover system like it was the first FPS to implement it. But did any of you play James Bond Quantum of Solace? Because this was the first game he saw it on. And it was smooth and it worked well. It's a nice way of feeling that you're actually playing a character. I've got to admit, I didn't play um, James Bond Quantum of Solace. Rainbow Six. Had it Rainbow Six then. had it. Yeah. We mentioned Vegas. Rainbow Six, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, it does work well. Well, Vel. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's Vel. <laughs> it works very, 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 very Vel. Um, yeah. I think this should start happening more often, actually, FPSs with cover systems. I think it's a cool idea. Because mm. it, it does feel a bit weird now when you're running around in Battlefield or Call of Duty and there's, you know, you're just hiding behind a crate without yeah. without actually looking like at yourself. Locking on or whatever. Yeah, yeah, without being able to blind fire or anything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 
Dave Connolly's written in, uh, when you say that gaming is better now than it was in the old days, I feel that you're comparing apples and oranges a little bit. The way the whole industry is set up is completely different, moving away from game consoles being a toy towards being part of a media centre. I feel that a preference between new or old would definitely depend on what kind of games you like. If you like FPS games, then this is without the best, without a doubt the best time for you. If you're a platformer, then uh, the 80s or early 90s were probably your day. I, for one, he says, think that this is a pretty damn good time to be a gamer. I concur. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're into open world RPGs, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> open world anything, really. Yeah, platforming has taken a bit of a backseat, I suppose. Well, Mario, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy 2, 2 is and the ultimate yeah. platformer, in my opinion. But then other people like uh, 2D platformers more, in which case, obviously, the 90s would be better. If you're best. into retro games, I'd say the 80s is probably better. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into drinking gamers. That's my thing. What? The cider. Yeah. That's a very um, poor gag. No, it was going to work better earlier. How long have you been planning it? About years. About a month. In silence. I've got an email from Connor, who's in Camberley, Surrey, and he says, I'm in year 10 and have just completed a piece of control assessment, the new coursework for English, on Lord of the Flies. The only problem is that I've never finished the book. Any tips on how to read boring books from school? Watch the film. Yeah. (laughs) No. Did did he get to the bit where, where Piggy dies? Is that a spoiler? Look, come on. There's a lot of death. <laughs> there's loads of death and violence in Lord of the Flies. Yeah, if you think it's, it's boring, boring book. it's, a it's cool really book. not it's got a boring shells. book. It's great. It's got yeah. so much like horrible gruesomeness yeah. in it. Yeah. It's really gory. Start off with a plane a crash, for God's sake. Yeah. Stick with it, Connor. Yeah, come on, Connor. But but read as fast as you can each page. And if you're worried that you've missed a bit, then it's probably not a very interesting bit. So just keep going. I think Don't if go you back. read a summary, read a summary before you read the book, if you think you're going to get bored of it. Then you kind of know what's going to happen. Probably won't go back. Then, Spoiler we'll alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got an email from Elliot Davis who has a question for us. He, he asks, uh, being a games journalist must be must seriously impede your time to play all of the amazing titles. So uh, he was wondering if we could only play one of the games coming out uh, between now and Christmas or, you know, realistically from this, this season's games, which would it be and why? That's such a hard question. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Would you go Dark Souls? Would you go this Skyrim? Play Dark quite a Souls, lot Skyrim, now. but then Zelda as well. Mm. Am I allowed to play the other ones after Christmas? No, no. You have to burn them. And they've, <laughs> never, they've never been published. I think if I had to pick only one to play between now and Christmas, I'd probably stick with Dark Souls. I think I'd and say save Skyrim for New Year. <laughs> I think I'd say Zelda because it's sixty hours, but or, or Uncharted. I thought it was thirty-five hours. Thirty-five if you don't do all the trinkets and stuff. The trinkets, trinkets, gym prep. I'll go Uncharted. Would you? Mm. Mm. Probably I'd... Uncharted, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't take you very long, so it's not I'd really going to keep you busy. Yeah, but I don't get to play games very often. It'll keep me entertained for years. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Elliot. Oh, like you, Alex. That? Uh, I said Batman. Batman. Yes. Really? Mm. Yes. Cool. Alex really likes Batman. I like Batman. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but over Zelda for you? Uh, but do you know, because I've played so little Zelda stuff that it hasn't really kind of wedged itself in my mind yet. It's super good. It's too late. I've made my choice. I'm never going to play it now. <laughs> no, that's the end. Ever. It's true though. When you when you do you do not have that much time to play games. It's, it, people kind of assume you play games all day, but you totally don't. I uh, but that's it. I'm going to save Zelda for Christmas and after Christmas. Mm. So, uh, and in the meantime, try and finish everything else. So uh, that's it for listener review. Um, chart predictions. <laughs> Jingles coming out. I, that's oh. that's my four. I said I've got four. You've Ooh. had four. My so. one wasn't really a jingle, was it? It was. It was not a jingle. It was audio bullying. Yes. <laughs> it's not really a jingle. It's his fault. Why is it why? It's your voice. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for something. And I was playing the bagpipes. 
That would be amazing if someone actually learned to play the bagpipes. Unknown fact. Crystally on bagpipes. Kez, what game's coming out this week? That's, that's See, dead it was, It's dead slick this week, isn't it? I mean, polished. Isn't yeah. It? It's those new jingles. They've then. really put the polish on it. Coming out this week, we've got Uncharted 3, Sonic Yay. Generations, and GoldenEye 007 Reload. You remember it recovered. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Miraculously. Um, Uncharted 3 is going to make a big impression, isn't it? So, what are your top three predictions for next week? Do you want to hear last week's? Yeah. I remembered them. It's okay. Battlefield 3, then FIFA, then... Uh, the Battlefield, then Batman, Batman FIFA. Battlefield, the Batman, then FIFA. I think it's got to be Battlefield still at the top. Uncharted 3, second. Yeah. And I'm going to go for FIFA at third again. Hang on a minute. Have we not missed off Call of Duty? That comes out on Tuesday. That's on a Tuesday. And then the charts will be out on Monday. Mm, okay. 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 Call of Duty will obviously just be at the top forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to make the chart predictions quite easy, isn't it? So sorry, I missed that. Say so, say so your predictions again. Uncharted. Uncharted. Oh, so Battlefield. Battlefield one. then Uncharted, Uncharted then FIFA. You think FIFA over Batman? I do. Okay. There you go. We'll you don't you think Uncharted's do. gonna be number one? No. Not wow. in Battlefield. Single format though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's the problem. Yeah. Every format in the world. Battlefield's on everything. Yeah. Everywhere. Movies. What's coming out? Well, what we're um coming out this week is um in time, the Justin Timberlake sci fi movie. Um we have to earn more time to live. Um Tower <laughs> Heist. The the um, comedy film, the comedy classic, sure, sure to be um, with Eddie Murphy and Ben Stiller. You looking forward to that one, Keza? Uh, yeah. Uh, Machine Gun <laughs> Preacher, which you've seen, Chris. God, it's bad. It's uh, Gerald it? Butler reforming yeah. Africa. The posters on the tube say it's amazing. Why it's not it not be? I know. I actually made a note of the people that had said that because I know a couple of them and they're idiots. Um, it's Name just, and shame them. Name and shame them. It's some bloke from Total Film. Um it's just unbelievable. It's really sad because it's about a very serious subject and it's a true story. But it's just so laughable the way this white man comes into Africa and, and saves all these children. And it's all like he's in slow motion and looking really like his hair is perfect because he's going around gunning down these African terrorists or whatever. It's just bad. Right. Straw Dogs, the remake. Mm-hmm. There's a film that doesn't really warrant a remake. Not really. And Human Centipede 2. Finally, Finally getting a re- British release. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were t- the top three last week? Ooh, it was Tintin, Tintin, Paranormal Activity, yes. and Johnny English. Johnny I think. English, correct. Yes. Right. Oh, I, I'm gonna go for Tintin again at number one. Yep. And um, the drawing power of Spielberg. Two in time. I think mm. that's a good shout. Even though I don't want to put it, I might. Um, I'll just say Tower Heist. I think Tower Heist is gonna do well just, just because it's Stiller and yeah. Is is Eddie Murphy still a draw? No. No. But Ben's that there is. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say Tower Heist at three. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, listeners, uh, tune in next week to see how uh, both Keza and Daniel do. He who dares wins. Uh, that's it for the predictions. And finally, uh, well, if you want to win something, we're giving away a gaming laptop on the site from the lovely chaps at Medium. I'd quite like a new laptop. Uh, I just bought a new laptop, didn't I? I know you did. Yeah. Spent a stupid amount of money. Yeah. When you could have just won it on IGN. I could have. She's not that's allowed to enter. She works right. for IGN. That's true. <laughs> but you could put down your old fella's name. He could enter. Technically, he works a bit for IGN as well. Oh. Is he? Could I put down Freelance, my old fella's name? <laughs> what? Little <laughs> Chris? <laughs> you meant your dad? <laughs> little Chris. <laughs> Did he mean my dad? Oh, you've made him no. cry. Oh, no. No, it's sexy. <laughs> what? <laughs> sexy tears. He's talking about his cock. Tears. Um, <laughs> Very nice. Tears of I've got another plug as well. Go on, yes. Um, next week, we're getting readers in to come play Battlefield with three with we us. We are. 
and challenge us at Battlefield. Yeah, you're going to take on the IGN UK team and basically just search IGN for Battlefield 3 competition and you'll find out how to enter, but you need to take a picture of yourself going prone. Nice. Go prone. Go prone. Go prone. Come and play us at Battlefield. We will beat you. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. We weren't very good yesterday. Yeah, but we're going to get better in the next week. I'm going to spend the next seven days just playing that game solidly to be amazing at it. That sounds like a great seven days for you. Absolutely. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com if you want to contact us or Twitter and Facebook IGN UK. That's it. Bye. And that's it for this week's podcast. We will be back same time next week. Until then, see you later. Bye. 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 Three, two, three. One. Hello. 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 <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. We did Guys. The time. <laughs> you do the countdown. You do the countdown. And I'm going to do the same fucking intro again. Okay. Three, two, three. Hello. <laughs> Fuck off. I cannot. My brain cannot handle that. Come today. on. Three, two, one. <laughs>